Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth I am Maya Tiwari The podcast today is about our sacred home things we have forgotten about what comprises this incredible home for humanity what does each individual possess within them that is called home a sanctuary a sacred space the temple the altar where we live our lives the witness within us what is home many years ago and with my very good friend julian silburn the great didgeridoo player who is part of the aboriginal circle of wisdom we recorded a piece called Om is my home. Om of course is the cosmic sound, the symbology of om, the definition of the cosmic sound in Vedic culture, Vedic works and wisdom tells us that om is the original cosmic sound before it even became audible dwani into our universe birthing the earth om downloaded the universe downloaded earth mother earth as we know her or don't know her in fact we know very little about the great mother earth so today i wish to talk about this home this neglected space this unknown space or perhaps more to the point this forgotten space you see we are never separate from mother earth we could never become separate from that which is endemic in our spirit in our tissue in our memory in our lives but what happens the severance or the apparent severance occurs because we have forgotten we have forgotten what home is now let me tell you we have one home here on earth it is body mind and earth inseparable unassailable immutable part of the domain which we truly can call home and it's time that we lift the veil of amnesia of cosmic amnesia the veil that has been foisted and built through so many behavioral sciences that are mainly self-interest mainly corporate mainly big business mainly patriarchal control but let me not get sidetracked with all of these terminologies the veil that we need to lift 
and lift it as quickly and possibly and effectively as we can is the veil that keeps us apart from remembering who we truly are. And we can define ourselves by defining where we are. What supports us? What subsists around us? What is the prana, the life force? What gives us this prana, this ability to breathe, to intuit, to know? Our home. The home that is always protecting us. The home that has been there from time immemorial. The home. The home that is our home. The home that we could never deny. The home that every day takes us on a journey. The home that we are yet to know. And that home is body, mind and earth. As we place our body and mind into the key, the deep care and solace of Mother Earth, to take a human birth meant that we already did give consent to her to hold us, to hold us in a space of reverence and safety, nourishment, nurturance, and light. But if we do not remember our home, within our home, how then can we make the best use of this incredible domain, the heart of our existence, the heart of our solace, the heart of our healing, this home, this home downloaded from the cosmic sound of Om, this home that has three compartments, inseparable compartments, always aligned with each other, and that is body, mind, and earth of our being, each individual being. Regardless of our stature, regardless of our accomplishments, regardless of our financial stature, societal stature, each individual person occupies this home, this precious home that is downloaded from Om. What are we to make of this? Only the reminder that as we lift the veil and recognize the most essential core of our own being, Mother Earth, then we also remember that we are being fed and nourished and nurtured by her at all times. And perhaps this sense of knowing will bring gratitude so that we become aware of the source of our life force, the source of our prana, the source of our beingness, the source of our memory, and the greatest source that Mother Nature, Mother Earth has given us here on this good earth is her priceless 
trillions of dollars of worth of freedom, of free food, of free ingredients, of free substances that nurture the body and the mind. We not only have Mother Earth to thank for her foods, her divinity, her overall protection, her solace that she holds unconditionally for us, her love, her unconditional love, her care, her support. Recognizing all of these bountiful gifts from the mother makes us at once immediately cognizant of the fact that we have been living in her home, embodied in our own body and mind and spirit, all embodied within her home, our home, inseparable, unassailable, inalienable, our home, our one and only home on Mother Earth, the Divine Mother, the Divine Mother Earth, the Divine Mother Nature, the divinity that informs our mind and our body and every single tissue memory within us. Now, in Sanskrit, there is a term, a very sacred term, that is called sadhana. And I want to tell you a little bit more about sadhana so that you'd be able to use it as practice, effortless practice actually, because it's part of the nobility of our humanity, of who we are as human beings. Human beings, the most elevated of souls on this earth. Sentient beings, that whom we are, who will always be, and it only comes to our aid when we remember who we are. To know the full meaning of sadhana, we must first understand this relationship to the great mother home, Mother Earth. She provides us with the ability to grow and nourish and preserve her earth with bountiful food. Food is the simplest means through which we can understand her. We need it. We need it to sustain ourselves. We do not need to be entertained by food. We do not need to exaggerate food. We do not need to be creative. Well, we can be creative with our meals, but basically we need to understand food in its sacred content. Food comes from plant life, the most magnificent aspect of our coexistence with her. Let us explore then the practice of sadhana via food because everyone understands hunger, everyone understands what it is to be pleasured by eating or repasting on glorious, incredible food that is grown from the untampered seed, the seed that belongs to Mother Earth that has not been genetically manipulated, forced into something else, the seed that has not forgotten its own function, its own 
sanctity. That seed. According to the Vedas, what grows in the earth and the entire manifested universe are all considered food, including the human body. It is called anam. So our activity relating to food, the sustainer of life, of prana, of the breath, of ojas, immunity, well, all of this depends on Mother Earth and her provisions of untampered, sacred food. We are formed from the same ingredients as the tree and the plant. We are all food. The elements that sustain us are the same elements that are within us. When we realize this integral connection, when we recognize that we are sustained by the five elements of nature, every bite of food is a blessing. Every bite of food is also memory. Every bite of food allows us to remember who we are in this impeccable home of the body, mind, and earth. We begin to become cohesive with who we are in our home as we now understand it. I can go on at length about the seven stages, we call it the dhatus in Ayurveda, the seven tissued layers. It's the same as the seven tissue layers of the food. Mother has created her foods to match and synchronize with the dhatus or vital tissues. Imagine that. And so when that seed is tampered with, when that food has been demolished by bad sciences and genetic manipulations and other chemicalized manipulations and manipulations that have no integrity, no knowledge of how it is all set up, then what begins to happen is we are eating that which has forgotten itself and it creates even more amnesia within our cellular memory. And therefore it is one explanation why we have forgotten our home, our home within the earth, the earth within our home. The seven stages of fruitful plant, for instance, are the seven stages of a fruitful human life. The cycle of life begins with the good seed, one that remembers its essential nature from the complete cycles of universal memory and has not been tampered with or genetically manipulated by our very poor, uninformed, bad sciences. The seed transforms the sprout to young plant, to mature plant, to flowering plant, to fruitful plant, and then returns back to the earth. The seed, after we have harvested the fruit, at the right time, in its right season, when it is ready for us to reach our hands up, or put her hands into the black earth and pluck her. She sacrifices so much of her incredible perennial life force so that we can be fed and nourished and nurtured. But is it just our body and our tissue? And no, our tissues and cells are far more informed than you can possibly imagine. So she feeds our cellular memories. She feeds our tissue 
memory so that we as human sentient beings can afford and be nourished in order to progress our intelligence, our awareness, our intuition and every gift that we were given at birth as a human person. Have we been doing that? Have we really been doing that? Have these commercial sciences based in consumerism and greed and avarice and big business and big pharma and we all know what else, have they been fostering your sentiency? Have they been supporting it, protecting it, nourishing it? Or have they been diminishing the light of your awareness? Well, we are here to talk about your home, to make you understand, truly understand for the first and the last time, that we have a home that is composed primarily of body, mind and earth. Each one of us, each one of you have the power to shift global consciousness into the mind of peace. We have this ability as sentient human beings with this noble birth of the human body. But to achieve the mind of peace, we must first understand healing as a perennial process. The ever-generating energy of being whole and wholeness is not a state of being free from disease. We are always whole with disease, without disease, with despair, without despair, with pain or without pain, we are whole. We are the whole incredible sentiency, awareness, intuition, nobility and integrity of the earth, body, mind and earth. Peace be your journey. And thank you for listening.